What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Tuesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Every morning we're here approaching our 500th episode. We're going to be taping that on Wednesday night for a Thursday drop. Number 500 for the Daily Juice Podcast. Unbelievable. But Hopefully some news on that coming up a little bit later on. Bettingpros.com is where you find this, wherever you get your audio podcast, YouTube for video as well. Always being brought to you by BetMGM with the $10 offer above me on YouTube. 10 bucks to win 150 bucks on any event with the promo code JUICE150, BetMGM or BetMGM.com. All right, so a one-in-one night last night. We went very light. And a couple of things we're going to get into here at the top about the football game that happened Monday Night Football. Uh, so we go just down the juice. So nothing really all that series, technically a losing day, but really no blood, no harm, no foul there for a one and one Hawks cover minus 10. We do not get the cover. I don't know what the heck happened in that Marquette game. I mean, Illinois was up by double digits and they turned the ball over so many times, so many free throws. Marquette just kept on going to the line over and over and over again, just a sloppily played game. So big 10 has been bad in this Gavit game. More on that here in just one second. We got two picks coming up for college basketball that I'm going to give you in the Gavit games uh, here as well. Uh, okay, a couple things. I am not surprised, is the way I'll frame this, that the 49ers won last night outright at home, catching three and a half points to the Rams. Now, there is a very large argument about Sunday night football and the Chiefs game and Monday night football. And what happened with the Rams? I maintain there's a difference. Others are saying there is not. My difference, in my opinion, reason why I think it's different is because standalone games are standalone games. And Monday night is a standalone game. Sunday night's the biggest, most, most popular TV show on TV every week. Huge handle. And parlays roll into it as much as parlays roll, roll into Monday. But the difference is on a standalone, you've got more time to bet it. More to More bets were made on that game going into it with the 49ers and the Rams and the Rams are a very public team. The chiefs are as well, but the public yes, won a lot on that Sunday night football game, but there were some, some Raider backers and the number was two and a half and it never really moved. It was, it opened at two and a half or three depending on the book and it stayed at two and a half. It didn't move. Well, the rate, the Rams game opened at four and it moved to three and a half and then stopped and did not go to three when 90% of the money all came in on the Rams Monday night standalone game. And I said, look, the books taking a position. The books were taking 110,000 bets before some finally somebody came in for a half a mil on the 49ers. And I just, when, when the books take positions and it's a standalone game, I think you've got to pay attention. And that's why I said last night, I said, look, I'm not betting it. But if I did, I would bet three and a half. Take the three and a half points. We went into it with Circa. Both my Circa teams had the Rams minus four. Everybody had the Rams minus four. That's the problem. It's when everybody's on one side. I don't. I didn't see everyone on the Chiefs. I, actually, I saw a lot of Raider people. I saw a lot of people in the sports betting world be on the Raiders on Sunday night. Not on the Rams. I mean, sorry, not on the 49ers, but, but on the Rams as well. And so they were wrong to be on the Raiders and they were wrong to be on the Rams. So I'm not saying it's an end all be all. I'm not saying it's, you know, 100 percent. I'm just saying when the books take a position, pay attention. Doesn't mean you blindly follow it. Doesn't mean you blindly bet it. 
but I want to know part of that game for a reason <laughs> because it stunk. That line stunk out loud and the 49ers destroyed the Rams and it was a very nice win for the sports books who took a position and people are saying, well, actually, it's the professionals who took the position, Matt. It's the same thing to me, whether they're trusting the pros to help line sharpen, to go from three and a half, from four to three and a half. It's all the same to me. It's it's no different. It's no different to me. It's it's The books are taking liability all on one side, and they're comfortable being there. They're comfortable being on the same side as that sharp, but they're still comfortable taking the liability on. So they're taking a position, whether it, it's semantics to me as to why they're taking the position, but they took a position. And when they do that, you have to pay attention. Again, don't blindly follow it, but when the books take a position, pay attention, okay? It's a game you probably want to lay off on or a game that you want to either bet the other side or don't bet it at all because something funky is about to happen. Again, the Chiefs were a similar, not exactly the same, but a similar situation on Sunday night. Again, I saw a lot more people take, say, take the Raiders, Raiders money line, Raiders plus two and a half. I saw nobody recommending the 49ers until after we saw all the money coming in on one side. So again, it's a learning experience. It's a chance to take a look at what happens. And, you know, we get those. Everyone's saying like, where can I find that information? Guys, I get an email to me. I don't go and sign. They send it to me. I get BetMGM. I get FanDuel. I get DraftKings and I get WinBet. I get those four books who all send me information every day. So that's where I get it. Okay. It's not like I'm got some like proprietary inside knowledge to this. It's emailed to everyone in the sports betting media. I just happen to be part of the sports betting media. Okay. All right. So let's get to the picks today. And I've got uh, three plays in college basketball that I'm going to give you guys. And I've got a, uh, I've got a half a unit that's going to be added tomorrow or today during the discord channel, either with props or I may go with the Manning curse. If you don't know what the Manning curse is, look it up. But Nets minus two and a half was a lean anyway against the Warriors. Second game of this road trip didn't look great against the the against Charlotte and had a tough game against the Hornets. And now you got to face the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-mm-mm. I know you could have a Curry explosion, but this is when I think the uh, they're due to cool down. <laughs> OK, they're definitely due to cool down. So I may have an ad with that. So um, sorry. Hold on. Uh, I've got two college basketball and I've got one NHL bet. Okay. Sorry. Two college basketball, one NHL bet. And then also what we're going to do, uh, we're going to hop in with the, um, with the potential, either two player props or the NBA bet with the Warriors. So sorry. So I think I said three college basketball bets. Not true. Uh, okay. So let's start with the Creighton blue Jays at the Nebraska Cornhuskers. In other words, the game that I might be the most associated with in my broadcasting career. <laughs> so I was the Creighton basketball pre and post game show host. I hosted afternoon drive in Omaha for five years and I made it my, you know, the, the, the tent pole event of my show was this game. Nebraska fans became, you know, incredibly angry with me when I told them they could not be Creighton basketball fans. Once they are Husker fans, you stay on your side of the Platte River. Like I've talked about, if you wear red in the fall, you wear red in the wintertime. Husker fans didn't like that. To Creighton Blue Jay fans, I said, if you wear red in the fall, you can't wear blue in the winter. Either you wear blue all the time or none of the time. They didn't like that either. (laughs) Okay, so this is where I really said I come from a place where there are rivals and rivalries and you don't get to pick and choose. You can't be a Laker fan and a Yankee fan. Okay, I don't buy it. I don't take it. I think it's a joke if you are. I'm sorry if that fault that calls that's you. 
reassess your your requirements, okay? Reassess who you are <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense. So for this game, the Creighton Blue Jays have had two very lackluster performances. Greg McDermott has owned Nebraska, and I mean owned Nebraska in his career, but he normally has the better team. Greg McDermott normally has a team full of players who are going to be fringe NBA guys or they're going to be players who will play overseas. This Blue Jay team is so young. They are so, so young. Coach Mack is 15-4 and all-time against Nebraska. He's 9-2 and since becoming the Blue Jays' head coach, replacing Dana Altman. He's 2-1 and against Fred Hoiberg, the current head coach in the Nebraska Cornhuskers. My problem with the Blue Jays is that they are not filled up with the typical weapons they normally have. They normally have a ton of players who can jack threes, can just go ahead. I think for the first time in a long time, there's actually more talent on the Nebraska sideline than there is for the Creighton Blue Jays. This is a short number, okay? It's minus two and a half here for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I do like the over in this game. I will have a personal play going on the over if you want to double up, but officially here, I'm going to come in and say that the Nebraska, that the Creighton Young team filled up with really one senior in, you know, a guy who was a Duke cast off. And who hasn't played all that well in his career and a player that I think a lot of people have thought, you know, oh my gosh, the Blue Jays got a transfer from from Duke. But I mean, Alex O'Connell has not been a good player. And he and, and right now they are so incredibly young. Arkansas Pine Bluff and Kennesaw State had the lead at the half at Omaha. They won both the games. But this young team, they're lacking point guard experience going into a really hostile environment. This is a rivalry game, and I've seen it only a couple of times, but I have seen the Jays get worked. And I have seen them when they aren't right defensively and they just don't have the experience. It would be a great learning experience for a lot of these younger Blue Jays, and they've got a very talented core of young players. Good times are coming for the Creighton Blue Jays. Just not tonight. I think Nebraska covers the two and a half points. I do like the over 145 and a half as well. But officially, we're going to take for a half a unit, Nebraska minus two and a half at home against the Creighton Blue Jays. Don't ever tell me I won't bet against the Jays or teams that I like, okay? Because I, the Creighton Blue Jays are my team. So if I'm wrong, I'll be really happy, okay? I, I hope Coach Mack wins this game. I just don't really see it. I, I can't see this, this young Jays team in a hostile environment in a big rivalry setting going into Lincoln in the Pinnacle Arena and winning a game on the road. This will be a big learning experience, and the Jays will be a much better team come February than they are right now, uh, but they may have a really tough year. This line is probably too short. This line probably should be five or six. Nebraska minus two and a half, half a unit. Other half a unit. We are going to go to another Big Ten Big East matchup, and it's Seton Hall at Michigan. This game is a 9 p.m. Eastern time tip. Game is at Michigan on Fox Sports 1. Seton Hall is a scrappy team. Have you guys been paying attention to what the Big East is doing here? The Big East against the Big Ten, it's been quite remarkable. Providence gets a big win over Wisconsin. Not normally, you know, you go, okay, it's not not that shocking, but there have been some games that you're kind of like, wait, I thought the Big Ten was going to be like elite this year. I mean, Marquette beat Illinois. We had Illinois at minus eight and a half. Marquette beat Illinois. Shaka Smart, huge win for his program there. Now 3-0 at home, beating Illinois. Top 10 team, another top, I mean, a top 10 win already for Shaka Smart with Marquette. 
not good, right? I mean, you start looking at it and you're like, I thought the Big Ten was going to be like, you know, a really, really good conference. Uh, Ohio State did beat Bowling Green, but UMass beat Penn State. I should have bet. I The last game I wanted to bet last night was UMass at home catching four against Penn State. And I was like, man, that's my school. It's my alma mater. They're going to be jacked up to have Penn State go in there. I don't think Penn State's very good. UMass killed them. 81-56 as four-point home dogs. Just ruined them. Scored 44 points in the second half. So that's not good. So Providence beats Wisconsin. UMass beats Penn State. Marquette beats Illinois. I, I think Seton Hall could beat Michigan. I really do. They're catching nine points. This is nine points. Public is all over Michigan coming up. And I haven't even seen the spreads yet. But give me Kevin Willard's team to scrap and fight. And I look to me. We were on Michigan a couple of days ago against uh, who were they against? It was not. We were on them on, on Wednesday or Thursday, right? Yeah. against Buffalo when they were uh, they were 12 and a half point favorites and they won by 12. Uh, Michigan is OK. I mean, they just beat up on Prairie View, but this is their first real game. OK, they got UNLV after this. I think Seton Hall could hang around. I really do. I think this team's got the grit and the toughness to play hard. They got a couple of 50-year seniors. They play defense. I think Michigan wins the game, but plus nine, give me Michigan, give me Seton Hall plus nine at Michigan here, keeping the game close, hard-fought game. Michigan wins Seton Hall with the plus nine. I'll give I'd like to go half a unit, minus one ten, Seton Hall on the cover. Okay, so let's talk hockey here for one second and somebody brought this up yesterday and they said matt you haven't bet hockey in a long time why don't you bet hockey anymore please bet hockey well i'm not that great at betting hockey all right so my numbers have been have been pretty bad i'm going to take a little bit of a flyer here because the the vegas golden knights are playing a very good carolina hurricanes team coming up here tonight at home in vegas the golden knights are the number one team for scoring goals in the first 10 minutes. Okay, this is minus 150 is where I found this tonight. Okay, shop around, see if you can find this. The Hurricanes are at a 70% clip. Vegas is at an 80% clip for goals in the first 10 minutes, either for or against. The total for this game is six. Okay, here in Vegas, Golden Knights have scored and gotten off to fast starts, but they've also given up goals very quickly here. Okay, minus 150. I it's like I'm adding it. It's a half a unit play. It's quick. It's dirty. It might blow up in our face, but it's hit so consistently that I, I have to start riding this a, a bit more because it's just one of those things where the hurricanes are scoring fast and giving up goals fast. And the golden Knights also are doing the same. I think there's value at plus one Oh five on the golden Knights at home to win the game. It's hockey for goodness sakes in Vegas at home at plus one Oh five. That will be tempting. I may be on that personally as well, but for the official play, I'm going to jump for a half a unit, maybe a little expensive here and it's minus minus one fifty. That's why I have to make it. I can't make it a quarter unit. I got to make it a half unit or it's not worth it. Minus one fifty, a goal in the first 10 minutes between Vegas and the Carolina hurricanes And I think we're going to get a quick goal here for one of these two teams. Somebody after 10 minutes will be up one nothing. Now, I think Vegas, again, could be very much alive to win the game outright. You got an 11 and two team. Carolina is very good. They're 11 and two on the year. Steamrolling five and one on the road. Vegas is five and three at home. They've had kind of a rough start of late, but they're getting healthier. Guys are coming back here. 
got a little bit of a COVID issue with Vegas with William Carrier, who's out with COVID, but they got Mark Stone back. I mean, look, Robin Leonard's playing well in net. Their offense needs to, you know, needs a boost, a boost here, a boost here. But Carolina is first game of a road trip. Let's see if the Golden Knights can steal one. But instead, let's go for a half a unit, a goal in the first 10 minutes. Yes, goal in the first 10 minutes. DraftKings had it tonight. Other books have it as well. Mize 150 for the Vegas Golden Knights and the Carolina Hurricanes. They're making us pay a lot of juice for it, okay? But it's expensive. I normally never lay this, but you guys are asking for hockey, and I don't know what to bet for hockey because I've been so bad. So why not just get it over with quickly? If I'm going to lose a half a unit, let's just lose it fast here with minus 110. Fade or follow if you want. Take the Go ahead, take the no. It's plus money. If it cashes for you, that's phenomenal. I'm happy. I don't mind if you fade my picks, guys. I, I don't mind it. When I'm cold, and I've been cold, I do not mind you guys fading it. Don't be jerks about it. But I have no. if you say, hey, Matt, you're cold, I got to fade you, I'm not mad at all. If you're a jerk about it and you're like, you're an idiot, I'm fading you. Like, okay, you want to be a jerk, you're going to get a jerk being back. But if you're respectful about it and just say, hey, I got to do what I got to do, no problems, no worries, no questions. Okay, so the NBA will either be the Warriors-Nets game, taking the Nets minus two and a half, or two player props in the NBA to be giving you guys here for the other half a unit. But we're going half unit on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, minus two and a half at home against the Creighton Blue Jays, plus nine, Seton Hall, half a unit on the road at Michigan, Carolina Vegas, yes for a goal in the first 10 minutes for a half a unit at minus 150 with an ad coming in the Discord channel coming up on bettingpros.com slash chat, or the link is underneath me here on YouTube. It's a big week for us, guys. Really special time. Thursday, the 500th episode of the Daily Juice podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Each and every morning, it's the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com.